Gray, my daughter, for those of you that don't know, she's seven. Um, <laughs> she's maybe going to be embarrassed by this, but she had some gas. Okay. And she went, ugh. I tooted a microorganism into my panties. <laughs> <laughs> was there a microorganism in there? There was something. I don't know if it classifies as a microorganism. <laughs> was it a macroorganism? Macro, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. A situation arose. Right. All right, welcome back to the Beyond Sunday podcast. We're exploring how to take our faith beyond Sunday morning. This is Patrick Nasroff. With me as always, Pastor Bowser. How are we doing, Patrick? And Elise McCarter. Still here, still pretty successful. Hey, back together again. And we fixed all our technology stuff. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> we found a magic button. It was one button. <laughs> the one button that evidently we pressed. Who knew? Or right. I guess I pressed. Probably. Know. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And now everything works. That yeah. did not now work before. Now it is unpressed. We almost, <laughs> almost bought a replacement part, <laughs> assuming <laughs> that this didn't work anymore. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, it could not have been user error. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's um, Advent mm-hmm. season. Yep. You know, we'll acknowledge that. Just Hooray! Because if we don't, I get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get written up? He gets, yeah. Yeah, he gets, yeah, he gets a demerit. Yeah. <laughs> An Advent demerit. <laughs> so. Right. Uh, but we are in the Bible today. All right. So we're going to go over the book of Philippians. Ooh. Oh. One of my favorites of Is Paul's it? letters. Yeah, I really like Philippians. Mm. I, th- I thought it was solid, you know, rereading it today mm-hmm. and kind of going through some stuff. There's some stuff I really enjoyed. It's different. Yeah. It's a very different letter yeah. than the ones we've been covering. Right. Yep. So. Less drama. Le- less, yeah. less tea mm-hmm. than Ephesians. Mm-hmm. Less, yeah, less drama, less tea. It's a... Uh, it's an issue. We'll get into it. Yeah. But first, we got some news. All right. Ooh, the news. Yeah. And uh, I assume we had good Thanksgiving. I mean, this is now, like, at this point. It's super past. Yeah. Super past. We, we haven't yeah. seen Elise, but otherwise, right. it's fine. Right. I had a great yeah. Thanksgiving. Good. Great. No, I was like, moving. Yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's all we need to hear about that. Yeah, thank you for, for your concern. All right. Do you consider yourself a patient person? Uh, yeah. I mean. Kind of. Yeah. By comparison. Sure. <laughs> I'm not. I will say I'm not a delayed gratification person. Okay. I think mm. that is bupkis i think you do the gratification now to make room for more gratification later okay <laughs> sure <laughs> there's always going to be gratification coming. right let's just get it in there but let's, right. uh, let's just imagine the gratif- you know the gratification can't come for a week uh-huh. like the trip is next week or whatever right, right? You, so it's coming you're not right. like putting it off forever but the trip but are you like sitting around just like anxiously waiting and hyperventilating until the trip comes or are you just like yeah i'm going about my day and the trip's next week i'm doing other fun things in the oh. interim because <laughs> you want to pack as much in as you can let's pre-trip that pre-trip yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> pre-game your trip with a trip <laughs> yolo right yolo. right <laughs> right it's true oh. all right um well we got a story about a woman who's not very patient i guess a huh? uh, florida woman of course. It's, this is already going to be a great story. Yeah. Yep. Sues Kraft Heinz Food Company for $5 million over microwavable mac and cheese Because it's not instant. Because woman claims preparing process of product is misleading. Uh-huh. Because the, <laughs> it says it takes three and a half minutes to prepare on the box. But in reality, it's three and a half minutes of microwave time. Plus, there's some pre-prep and post-prep that goes into getting your, your mac and cheese. Oh, my God. So the amount of time it takes you to fill a cup with water and then add a cheese sauce packet and stir it. Yep. Yep. Okay. She she got a lawyer over that. Well, she sued. Him. She sued this guy five million dollars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Our, yeah. <laughs> Just go ahead and destroy us, Lord. We don't deserve this anymore. <laughs> no, wait, I've got some trips planned. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you missed out. Florida got stuff to do. <laughs> Florida woman ruined it for all of right. us. All right. Yeah. Um, so here's what the lawsuit describes. The cooking process for Velveeta microwave mac and cheese cups. So Easy Mac. So we're using the cups, mm-hmm. not the box. Yeah, but this is Easy so Mac. So we're clear. Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay. I, I went to college. I know this. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So, so do you feel her pain? Are you like, it's, it's it takes no. Like, the only thing is, it takes forever to cool off. It, oh yeah, it, it, it really legitimately stays yeah. hot forever. Yeah. I'm not gonna get a lawyer over that. Maybe you but should. <laughs> it, maybe it's a pro in some circumstances sure. that it stays warm forever. You know, yeah. if you have to walk away and do something. Sure. And come back two days later and it's still scalding. It's still hot. Yeah. yeah. You still or burn the roof of your mouth. If you're not into the crowd, it gives you one last chance to reconsider That's right. Like right. what you're going to mm, eat. Do I want this? Do I want to eat the powdered cheese? I mean, I do. But right. like, you know, yeah. at least uh, that, that chance to reconsider. Yeah. yeah. At that point, it's already made. You're committed. Yeah. You're not backing down once you've already gone through the process of microwaving it. Sure. Yeah. Adding water. Right. <laughs> so here's 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 the how she describes the process. Oh. Okay. First, oh boy. consumers first must remove lid and cheese sauce pouch. Oof. Tough. That's tough stuff. <laughs> you know, in some versions of this, the cheese sauce pouch is separate from the container. So I'm just, you don't right. even have to remove it. Okay. Next, they must add water to the fill-in line in the cup and stir. Mm, you do have to add water. I would say that the jostling that it takes to move the cup from the sink to the microwave uh, covers the stirring. I've literally necessary. never stirred it. I yeah. let that sink water stir the noodles up while it's <laughs> yeah, filling into the fill line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's so accomplishing We the could goal. maybe give her some tips on streamlining this process. Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Third microwave uncovered on high, three and a half yep. minutes. Do not drain. Pray okay. that it doesn't boil over. Right. Sure. Okay. Finally, they should stir in contents of cheese sauce pouch. Yeah. And then it notes that cheese sauce will thicken upon standing. So you got to let that's, it stand. That's true. Right. You if, you want a, if you want a thick cheese sauce. For approximately four days. Right. That's true. So um, she said, consumers are misled to expect the product will be ready for consumption in a shorter amount of time than it really takes to prepare. Okay. So does that mean that I can come after like the, the what is it, minute rice people that my rice doesn't <laughs> actually cook in a minute? Can I come after them too? Maybe. Yeah, maybe for $5 million. I mean, it could be. Yeah. It's like a whole opportunity of people misleading me with how much time it's going to take. Plus, you got to put your own fork into the box and then put it oh to God. bring it to your mouth. This is exhausting. That, who knows how much extra why time is, that adds? Why isn't this company feeding me? Yeah. <laughs> why can't I just lay down and have this thing dumped on my face? Yeah. I will say, my concern here is that we typically advertise our services as being an hour long. And so now I'm really concerned for those weeks when we go like an hour five to an hour 10. Mm, I'm like, yeah. Mm, who's going to come after me for false advertising right. on how long yeah. it was going to take for them to experience Maybe we grace. will now that we know we can. Yeah, I don't know that you know you can. We'll see what the precedent is here yeah yeah so um not surprisingly uh a statement by Kraft says uh, we are aware of this frivolous lawsuit and will strongly defend against the allegations made in the complaint <laughs> the allegations <laughs> i feel like she's gonna get outlawed in this one yeah i one can hope I'm, i would imagine that the people at Kraft have a better lawyer than florida woman yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you know I'm, I'm sure like she's probably just looking for like I'll say this outrageous number. They'll be like, "Give me twenty or twenty thousand dollars just to go away." Yeah, just Could to be. just yeah. to get rid of it, just to not have to deal with this, or because then they got to pay their lawyers so much yeah. money to like deal yeah. with it. They'd rather just make it just stop talking, kind yeah. of a thing. But then all their packaging is now going to say "ready in just under five minutes." Right. <laughs> oh, okay. We just knocked off some headphones <laughs> onto the ground. We did not. There's a ghost in our yeah. That, yeah, that was that was the ghost. Right. Um, if this does get further, I hope, you know, this may become class action. You could get in on this. Oh, right. I've been wounded by Kraft since, Mac and Cheese. Since you've been time. doing this. Yeah. You know, it's just like on the Kraft Mac and Cheese, the box, you know, it says like everything is needed, but it also tells you you should add milk and butter to make it taste better. Right. That's not in the box. I got to, I got to bring right. that to the, the table. The box says everything's included. 
Yeah, the, the milk and butter is an add-on. Well, could, I mean, I know that, but I never have looked at the box and had it. I don't think it says everything's in the box. Yeah, everything. I think so. I think it does. Yeah. Could you could you make it without milk and butter? Yeah, you, got, you, you have could. to add something. You could make it without water. milk and butter. Just with the, water. the cheese. Right, but you have you do the noodles in water and then you drain the water. Yeah. So you're gonna have to add water no matter what. Like, well, don't drain cl- all the water. Clearly, not everything is in the box. Is what I'm saying, even if you're boiling the water, clearly not everything's in the box. So you should say it's gonna come with some water. Are we talking about Easy Mac still? <laughs> I'm really the box, are, the right? box Mac. Oh, no, the box Mac. Yeah. Okay. Easy Mac, yeah. You don't have to add milk and butter. The right. one that everything is in the box, except again for the water, is the Velveeta, like with the squeezy sauce. That pack. stuff is no. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But it's all, it's all in there because you don't I, add anything. I would to that. prefer the powder over the squeezy sauce. Oh, for sure. Too, but, yeah. For sure. But some, my my son likes the squeezy sauce more. Mm. Oh. Yeah. You're gonna have to. He's, he's a right. I'm so sorry. We're gonna have he's to an teach elitist him a over there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, his squeezy sauce. That's right. Yeah. right. Listen up here, Timmy. Uh, I think my wife uh, tells a story like her her mom made them like homemade mac and cheese uh-huh. and they served it she's like what is this you know they hated it because right. it, it yeah. was not the box the box mac and right. cheese yeah. with the fake cheese and the powder in the mm-hmm. in the powdered cheese yeah that stuff is good yeah it is good <laughs> ain't no shame in loving processed foods <laughs> right, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah all right well we'll see what we'll, we'll see what comes of this i assume will nothing we, will we, are we, do you have like a google alert set to this to know what happens up. yeah no. i mean it might swing back onto our radars it will not be swinging onto mine. I will be <laughs> turning my I'll, radar. I will, off. I will swing it onto your radar. Okay. We might have moved on to other food news. I've already moved then. on in my head. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I'm already thinking about Subway. Oh, I like Subway. I'm sure they've done something. I don't know. I'm sure. We always yeah. talk about Subway. We like a good Subway story here. Yep. All right. Let's get into our topic. Let's do it. On Philippians. To okay. the city of Philippi. Yes. So uh, we talked about. Um, Ephesians is a little bit of 50-50. Did Paul write that? Did Paul not? Mm-hmm. Uh, Philippians is almost uh, certainly Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think anybody disagrees that it's Paul. I'm sure somebody does. I don't think anybody with... Sco- scholars always think, have something to disagree right. with. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of scholars out there with merit disagree. Yeah. Most mm-hmm. people would agree Philippians written yeah. by Paul. Okay. And so it is to the church in Philippi. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know anything about the church in Philippi? It's... In Philippi. Eastern Europe. It is in Eastern Europe. Yep. There you go. Famous in, for its militaristic nationalism. Looks like we nice. watched the same video. I think we did. Yes. <laughs> Look at you guys. I'm prepared. Yes. Uh, a Roman colony in Macedonia. Okay. I could have told you it was a Roman colony in Macedonia. Okay. Uh-huh. I could have gotten that. Was, <laughs> Let us have this one. <laughs> but it, it's also the first uh, Christian church in Europe. Oh, all, so, right. all right. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, filled with retired soldiers. So I'm sorry. By Europe, we're meaning like we've moved out of like what we would now call Turkey, right? We've moved yes. out of that region and we're kind of moving westward. Yes. I'm trying to picture the world <laughs> in my head. We've moved westward like towards Greece in that area. Right? Correct. So, okay. yep. yes. all right. Yeah. Um, Just so we're all clear on our Mediterranean mm-hmm. geography because yep. Europe, Asia, Russia all kind of blend together in my head over there. Yeah. Yeah. And for whatever reason, Philippi was the place that uh, retired soldiers end up. You know, you're a soldier, <laughs> like you retire. <laughs> Philippi, that seems but pretty I good. I think it was actually like started as a colony for retired soldiers. Yeah. Like, that, like that was its initial huh. purpose. It was it's like, oh, you're yeah. retired soldiers. We're going to give you this land mm, because so. when you retired from the army, you got land. And so sure. they gave a whole bunch of retired soldiers land in this area. They started this colony and then more soldiers came there it's, it's like a, the, a del web community yeah, there you like, go. Yeah. like the gi bill you know after exactly. world war ii you know exactly. get you some houses for us to thank you and so a patriotic nationalism mm-hmm. and so paul visits there for rome not for the united states just to be clear yes. as for as, rome as far as which patriotic <laughs> right. nationalism they were showing right. <laughs> paul visits plants a church mm-hmm. moves on kind of a thing so uh and while he's playing the church he does face um some persecution 
Sure. Uh, because his message of Jesus is king is uh, a political message contrary to the Romans because yep. Caesar is king and mm-hmm. lord. Mm-hmm. And so Paul saying Jesus is king and lord, it's going to be a little bit of resistance yeah. there. Yeah. Mm, not so much here in Philippi. Yep. So um, Paul leaves. The church face does face kind of that that. That same resistance Paul faces, the citizens of Philippi who are believers in Jesus are now facing the same stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're dealing with that same resistance uh, while this is happening. But the faith remains. Mm-hmm. It's still a vibrant community, a lot going on in the church. Good things are happening there. And Paul is writing to them from prison because he's got a visitor from Philippi, this man named Epaphroditus. Nailed it. Woo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I don't even know if I nailed it. No, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Epaphroditus. And they, hey, Paul's, uh, has has brought Paul a gift from the church mm-hmm. while he's in prison. Mm-hmm. So like a little goodie bag, you know? Well, yeah. <laughs> like a care package. Like a, a care package. silk pillowcase for so, the jail. <laughs> pro- probably not. As, but if you were in prison at this time, there wasn't like a prison system that like fed you and cared for you. So if yes. you were going oh. to survive in prison, you needed people outside who were going to be bringing you food and bringing you care packages that sure. you would subsist on so i assume some craft mac and cheese and paul's like what's this yeah three and a half minutes yeah unbelievable that's philippians 2 the lost letter of paul (laughs) of him complaining about about how long it takes to make this mac and cheese in prison (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. philippians 2 the lost letters i like that um so so paul is writing a letter and guys basically sending it back Mm -hmm. with uh ephra Epaphroditus. Epaphroditus. There you yeah. go. All right. So what's interesting about Philippians is we really don't have like uh, the, kind of the same major themes are going on in the other books. It's not really here. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of have one central poem and Paul is kind of like using that as like a, a bounce off of to kind of just like here's a bunch of ideas. Here's what I've got going on. Uh, but we don't quite have the same style as some of the other books that mm-hmm. we're kind of working from. Uh, and the poem in chapter two is great. It's a great poem. I love this part of Philippians. It's yeah. possibly my favorite part of the New Testament. It's real good. Real outside, good. outside of some of the gospels. We'll get there. Uh, and so each of these kind of like essays or vignettes or these things mm-hmm. kind of like are taking like one idea kind of ide- from that poem and kind of just expanding on it a little bit. So we've kind of got that poem in the middle and then a bunch of thoughts about it surrounding that poem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll kind of get into what I think another way that this book is different towards the end. All right. So we open with thanks. Hey. Yeah. Thanks for the goodies. Thanks for the goodie bag. Yeah. yeah thanks for the gift bag. We really appreciated it. Uh, all the things that uh, the church in Philippi sent him. He's really excited. And Paul is confident that Jesus, you know, starting a good thing there and he's going to be with them until it's completed. So mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. that confidence in that. Thanks. All right. Then Paul's going to say, you know, hey, you guys know I'm in prison, but it's okay. It's not that bad. So we get into. I don't know that he says it's not that bad. Well, yeah, well, it's not that bad because oh, okay. right. of something. Right. He's You're not right. like prison, you know, hey. Yeah. Hey. hey. Am I right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got my three squares. I got a cot. It's no big deal. Right. You right. Know? Yeah. He's not, it's not that. It's, right. It's, prison is not that bad because of Jesus. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Paul says like, look, I'm in prison. You know who I get to talk to all day? The guards. Mm-hmm. They got to sit there. <laughs> I got a captive audience. Yep. They've they got to be there. Yeah. I have to be here. Yeah. Right. They think I'm locked in here. No, no, no. They're locked in here with me. Mm. <laughs> like, and I get to talk to them about Jesus all day. What so, are they going to do about it? Yeah. Right. And this is inspiring other Christians who've heard about me to speak out mm-hmm. without fear the good news of Jesus Christ. Saying like, hey, Paul's kind of like 
under you know during this persecution i can do that too so yeah. it's it's a it's a, a spark for this early church paul's imprisonment yeah which is really important i mean if we yeah. remember back to like acts and things like that and the the kind of progression of the early church you had the apostles who were in jerusalem for a while and then uh the church kind of cracks down on everything there and they take off to the city is now escaping me. Uh, Antioch. Thank you. I was going with mm-hmm. Alexandria. I was like, I know that's not right. Antioch. They take off to Antioch and that kind of becomes the center of the new Christian movement there in Antioch, but they're really not expanding out beyond that. Like yeah. Paul, Paul is the primary missional voice of the church. That's kind of really driving the church beyond its walls. And and yeah. so for Paul to willingly go out and proclaim the gospel in a way that is putting his own life at risk is a model that was not as prevalent in other parts of the church. Now, there, there were certainly people, right? We have records of people going out and being arrested and dying as martyrs and all of this. So that was happening. Um, but Paul is definitely driving this in an important direction here. Yeah, so it's good, good news. And Paul's going to say, look, and look, here's the thing. I think I'm going to be released, but if I'm cool. not, that's okay too. Yeah. Like he's like, good. he's on, on board. Like and, and even if I get executed, it's not going to be that bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a weird th- you know, thought yeah. that yeah. Paul's philosophy starts off very different than what we might expect right. from a you know, person in prison. He's saying, look, look, for me, life is Jesus, but to die is gain. Yeah. So like either way, I'm going to be okay. Don't you worry about me. So, Which uh, I think is really still very contrary to how we think about life and mm-hmm. death and, yeah. and just the world around. I, I mean, sure. so many conversations that I have with people um, center on trying to hold on to things in this life. Um, whether that's literal end of life or whether it's relationships that we're trying to hold on to or whether it's uh, jobs or home or whatever it might be, rather than living through the natural progression of death and resurrection sure. um, that, it, that is kind of promised to us. And Paul really just full, fully body or full body jumps into it, right? It's just like, yeah, it, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die and that's going to be okay. And I, it, it's that fine line of saying like, yeah, I don't want to die, mm-hmm. but if I do, it's going to be okay, right? And And I think that we often take it to one extreme or the other of if yeah. we say it's okay to die, then we think everyone's going to want to die by suicide. And that's ridiculous, right? That's yeah. not the logical conclusion, but we also can't live in constant fear saying like, no, I have to do everything I can to hold on to this life for as long as I possibly can. It's this middle ground that Paul really sits in and says, yeah, this death is going to be better, but I've love having this as long as I've got it. And mm-hmm. either way, it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I've, yeah, again, I love Philippians and I really love this part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think if there, if you were going to draw a major theme of Philippians, this is kind of like the first step of getting there. Mm-hmm. Of like, um, life is is about Jesus. Death is going to be gained. It's going to be a lot about humility and following the example of Jesus yeah. and how this looks. All right, because next we're going to talk to the Philippians themselves. Paul's like, hey. I'm in prison. I'm being persecuted. I know you guys are going through this too. Mm-hmm. I was there. I experienced that. You're there. You're experiencing that. And you should follow this same example. Yeah. You live like, try to live like I'm living. Yeah. You know, we get it. You're on the similar boat. So try to try to do your best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then we get to chapter two, uh, to the poem. All right. And so this is a, a pretty important poem because it kind of is our, our big part of, of the book of Philippians. And it's kind of condensing the gospel story and did this really beautiful poem uh and retelling it in a different in some different ways yeah um do you want to read it uh yeah i'd be happy to read it. we actually yeah. think yeah. that this might have been um one of the earliest like hymns that people would have sang like okay. in church like so we don't necessarily think that paul wrote this himself mm-hmm. okay. we think that this might be like him pulling from hymnody that people were using in worship services but oh, cool. um so uh, this is uh chapter two uh and it starts at verse five 
Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Father. Okay. So I like this poem. I think it's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's about kind of two trajectories. So one is a trajectory from up to down, mm-hmm. you know, so this is Jesus. He's Paul is saying Jesus is there, you know, before he became a human, Jesus was exalted to the same place as God, um, but becomes human. And that's the first humiliation that Jesus has to go through is mm-hmm. becoming a person. Um, and I get it. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're all so able, humiliated. <laughs> we get it. Right. Like you got to wait for your mac and cheese. Right. You know, I mean, and that means Jesus is dealing with like things that gods don't have to deal with from like body stuff to weird emotions. And, and Are you like implying that. that gods don't deal with body stuff? Uh, I don't believe, I don't know if God has to poop is all I'm saying. Mm. I don't know if God needs everybody poops the book. Okay. So <laughs> hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to think this on that. It's a fascinating line yeah. of thought. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. some bathroom pondering time here. Right. Yeah, sure. You're pondering the bath, God's bathroom habits while you're in the bathroom. Well, That's where else would you meta. do it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Seems appropriate. <laughs> yes. So, so this is a humiliation that God is becoming a human is humiliating. It's, uh, you know, not the trajectory you would expect from mm-hmm. a God. So we're going down and then we go down even further. Mm-hmm. So it's not just becoming a human. It's becoming a servant to all. Mm-hmm. And then we go down even further to dying on the cross, mm-hmm. uh, humiliating death uh, put on by the Roman government. So yeah. mm-hmm. we keep going further and further down for Jesus. Jesus gets, you know, more and more humiliated uh, from his state, his status as uh, equality with God. Yeah. And then the trajectory reverses and we get higher and higher and higher from that, um, that we first through the God's power and grace are raised from the dead. Mm-hmm. Then we get lifted to the highest place mm-hmm. and then we become king of all or Jesus becomes king of all. So that's the trajectory that we go through. So first all the way down and then the second trajectory is all the way back up. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's a pretty powerful poem about who Jesus is. I forget if it was the last uh, Bible episode or two episodes we, we talked about the therefore and the importance of the therefore yeah. in mm-hmm. Paul's letters. And there's a therefore right in the middle of this poem. Right. And so yeah. you, you, that is a kind of an English way of noting this kind of pattern. So uh, verses five through eight are this descent, even death on a cross is how verse eight ends. And then verse nine starts with the therefore, and it talks about God's agency. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the dropping into the descent is, Jesus's willingness to do this on our behalf and the raising out of that, the ascent back into, into glory is God's doing to raise mm-hmm. Jesus up and the two pieces being separated by that. Yeah. So there you go. So this, this, uh, descent and ascent is, is ascent that's right? Ascent. 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 Yeah. Descent and <laughs> ascent. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't flow as well. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't. <laughs> descent and ascent, uh, is um is is, is going to kind of drive the remainder. This is what your life should look like. Is kind of according to Paul. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yep. almost like an entirely constantly descending. You know, this yeah. is what it's supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. So first, we're gonna after this. Are we having our last thoughts about the poem before we move on? The intro to the poem, I think, is really beautiful because uh-huh. um, it's it's talking about how Paul wants them to treat one another. And so, you know, we started with that. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. The whole 
set before this uh, a couple verses before this is saying like what should how we should be treating one another and what we should be looking like um you know i'm gonna just jump through it quickly verse two make my joy complete be of the same mind having the same love being full of cord and of one mind do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but in humility regard others as better than yourselves look not to your own interests but to the interests of others and so that's the that's the setup for all this right is like Mm -hmm. how do we exist in community with one another and if we are trying to be in community with one another we do all these things well those things are really hard how do we do that well to do that you be like christ what did christ do well christ descended down into this place of humiliation and then allowed god to raise him up and so we too have that opportunity to allow ourselves to descend into places that the world would consider humiliating um and allow god to raise us up from those places for the sake of the church and for the community and for the the betterment of the world around us rather than saying oh well i need to strive for what's great we strive for what is looked at as humiliating Mm mm-hmm so Paul's going to say, here's some people that are living this out. Mm. We've got some examples. First up, my boy, Timothy. My boy. <laughs> what up, Timmy? Yeah. Oh, so, not that. Sorry. Different Timmy. <laughs> he might be Timmy. He might be. He, Who knows? I don't know. Um, so if you're unfamiliar with Timothy, Timothy is a relatively important character in the yeah. New Testament. He's got some of his own letters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he becomes kind of a, a follower of Paul. Uh, in Acts, we know about this. He's been raised by his grandmother and his mother. Yep. He becomes a follower of Paul. And Eunice then, and oh, I forget her name. And they're, they're funny names. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then he will get kind of dropped off at a, his own church. Yep. And we'll get some letters. Yeah. Go live here now, Timmy. <laughs> to Timothy. <laughs> yeah. Almost certainly not written by Paul, though. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe to Timothy. Hard to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but so he becomes this important character that we get letters yes. to Timothy. Mm-hmm. And and we'll get into those in the pastoral letters. So mm-hmm. these these letters are written to a church community. Those letters are written to pastors. Right. You know, yeah. so to a leader of a church to community. To a leader of a church community. Like how do you how do you deal with a church community, basically? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's like a like a how to manual kind of. Right. Though so, not agree how to make well, in my personal opinion. Oh, we'll we, get, there we get some challenges. Yeah, right. yeah. We'll some get there good later. stuff, yeah. some bad stuff, some weird stuff. Yeah, lots we, of, we'll yeah. get there. Yeah. Um, so, first up, Timothy. Second mm-hmm. up, hey, we do, we already met him in the story. Our boy Epaphroditus. Epaphroditus, still crushing it. I yeah, love it. Epaphroditus. Yeah. yeah. Hey, he's living out this too. You guys sent him, and so we're kind of lifting up this person that they all know as kind of this is what it's supposed to look like. You know him, you like him. He's living. He's living this out. Um, and then number one in your program. No, wait, that's not right. Number seven in your programs. Number one in your hearts. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Paul's like, I've got another person who's living this out. Oh, who else? Me. Me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that part makes me laugh. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I know. Right, we is, see you. <laughs> Paul's nothing if not a self-promoter, all right? I know. That's fine. Hey, we yeah. get it, Paul. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think uh, this this last part, the back half of uh, of Philippians, is how you feel about Paul is going to really kind of dictate how you uh-huh. feel about this last part. <laughs> That's if legit. If you're pro-Paul, yeah. you'll be like, I'm all, this is great. If you're already like, I don't know about this guy, yeah. this will sound a little bit kind of arrogant by how humility humble he right. is yeah it's a yeah. humble brag it's like it's, the original humble brag yeah. like oh look how yeah. destitute i am uh-huh. it's all good yeah. <laughs> it's building character <laughs> yeah so again it, it really kind of comes from how you view paul is definitely gonna how you view tim uh, the back half of philippians that's right. legit yeah. yeah 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 um but i do think this is fun because he's going to talk about hey paul's like hey i used to know kind of status and privilege mm-hmm. And yet I have given it all up. And now not only have I given them up, I consider those things 
filth for the sake of Jesus. Yeah. And by using that word filth is kind of cleaned up language too. Yeah. Like yeah. Paul Paul really is going to lay like say in what the he original Greek, that. it's not filth. Would have mm. said it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those humiliating potty words, you know, <laughs> that we don't think God does. Oh, that's you know, does God do it or not? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, right in with your answers and what you think. <laughs> <laughs> so that is all filth for the sake of knowing Jesus yep. and participating in the ministry mm-hmm. of Jesus. Um, so we've got that. And then now we're going to do a new challenge to the Philippians from there. Yeah. So and I think Paul's letters has kind of done a good job here. So we've kind of said, hey, we've kind of gone through. I'm struggling. I know you're struggling and your guys are doing great. Here's Jesus' hum- uh, humiliation and ascent. Here's other examples. And now we get a chance to now challenge the Philippians. Yeah. So I think he's done at least a pretty good job of kind of like, first we highlight all the good things that are going on in Philippians, mm-hmm. all the, the ways that they're kind of uh, living out the gospel story. But now we have a new challenge. Problem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so first we're going to highlight a couple women leaders, mm-hmm. which is, I think this is a good part of the story. It's really interesting. Yep. We have these two women mentioned by name. Um, I did not write down their names, but... Um, Uodia and Syntyche. Yeah. Two women mentioned by name uh, that we're highlighting as female leaders, but there's a little bit of conflict in between them, and we're urging them to reconcile. But we don't know what that conflict is, and mm-hmm. we don't really know what's going on with them. Yeah. But... Because it's not to us. It's not to us. Yeah. yeah. But I think this is an important part of this story, is we've got female leaders here mm-hmm. in Philippi who are supporters of Paul that are mentioning by name. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good thing. There are a lot of places where Paul calls or names specifically women who have helped him. And yeah. those are often overlooked by us. Sure. Not, not, not us, the podcast, yeah. but, you know, us Christians more yeah. generally. Us Christians. Yeah. And, uh, you know, certainly, you know, we as a modern audience might ask, for, we should have been like, well, why couldn't Paul give more information about these sure. women? We got a little bit more information about Timothy and Epaphroditus. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't these women get more information? But to a... a a classic audience to a, you know his his era this is already kind of like he named them at all yeah. naming naming yeah. these women mm-hmm. at all and naming them as as kind of partners in ministry and who are helping him mm-hmm. you know be a part of this gospel is is important it's advancing kind of the status of females in Philipp- philippi and in the church yeah yeah paul says uh, in verse this is chapter 4 verse mm, 3 uh, they uh, struggled to beside me in the work of the gospel along with the rest of the, my coworkers um, whose names are in the book of life so i mean he's really Elevating these two women. Like they were people mm-hmm. who have done this gospel work along his side. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then Paul's now also urging the Philippians not to give in to fear, but to turn to God for peace. And there's a lot of reasons to be fearful. They're in mm-hmm. this kind of highly militaristic city that's antagonistic towards the gospel message. But we don't want to give in to that. We want to turn to God for peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally saying, hey, look, thanks for all that you've done for me. Uh, this time in prison and in poverty has actually become my greatest teacher and it's taught me something. The secret to contentment, which is dependency on Jesus, mm-hmm. even in the midst of this. And we get this, uh, maybe the poem is maybe the most beautiful part of Philippians, but there's one verse that maybe is the most famous part of Philippians uh, in Amer- for American ears from Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is there's the motivational T-shirt. Yeah, this are yeah. this is the confirmation verse. This is what sure. you write 
in your eye black if you're a football player sure. or, you know, you put on your Instagram, mm -hmm. you know, I can do, you know, for your workout video, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Yeah. It's been easy to kind of pull this one verse, pluck it from the Bible. And if we, maybe a good podcast would be one of the most like misused verses because <laughs> this is, would be high up there. Yeah. Because this yeah. is not about physical endurance. Nope. Uh, the ability to grow and learn or to overcome in a sense. It's actually not about those things. Yeah. It's really about how can you endure hardship and suffering mm -hmm. and suffering and being and, imprisoned. And in the midst and, of right. that, that finding the contentment in Jesus, yeah. that is what you can do all things. Yeah. That's the, that's the strength Christ is giving you is to find contentment in the midst of suffering. Yeah. Um, but that's a pretty difficult process. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we get some, some final thanks and that's, uh, that's it. That's the book of Philippians. Yeah. All right. That's great. Good stuff. Uh, I think this is different than the other letters because mm -hmm. we're getting yeah. not just a window into theology, Paul's philosophy. We're getting a window into Paul himself, I think, in yeah. this one. I more, think, more Paul of himself than in other ones. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, I it's think, a more personal letter. It's almost like a pep talk. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. less uh, it's less formally structured, right? There, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, you know, Corinthians was trying to address very specific issues in a very specific context, and Galatians was really trying to lay out some theological arguments. And, and this is Paul writing to people who are supporting him and trying to thank them and also trying to encourage encourage them it's yeah. it's very personal in that way and I, I i think that's one of the things that i love about it is that i feel like you get genuine paul like whether you like it or not you know what paul lays out in chapter three that you were talking about of you know i used to be you know, the best of all the best and i gave that all away you know like it or not that's i think, I think that's really authentically who paul was and how paul mm -hmm. thought about the world and yeah i i really just value that insight that's being yeah. offered for us i'm 100 with you if yeah. you're like Aside from Acts, if you're like, who is this guy who's writing all the letters? I think Philippians gives us the greatest mm -hmm. window into him and his mm -hmm. like his at least self worldview. Yeah, and I think that's kind of an interesting letter for us to kind of examine. You yeah. know, that it's not just his thoughts, but this is who he is and what he's about. So yeah. it offers this idea of like Paul does see his life as kind of a reenactment of Jesus's life. Mm -hmm. Like we're replaying Jesus's life now through Paul. Uh, you know, as he's doing it. And I think Paul wants each of us to see our life that way. Like, I don't, yes. I don't yeah, think and, Paul's uh, yeah. lifting up himself up as a second Jesus. Yeah. I think his encouragement is like, this is what it means to follow Jesus is that our life becomes a reenactment. Of and I think again, how you view Paul yeah, absolutely. is going to, how you're going to view yeah. some right. of those statements. When yeah. he's going to be like, Hey, if you can't follow Jesus, follow me and yeah. see <laughs> and do what I'm doing. Yeah. Again, how you view Paul is going to view, is going to really taint how you kind of see those things. Oh, one for way sure. Right. I do want, yeah. you know, we talked, I think at least you and I did this on the very first, uh, Paul uh, episode when we did Galatians. Uh, Is that the one that we had to record three times? That might have been. I, okay. I, I tried to block <laughs> so that part remember, of it from yeah. memory. Uh, but uh, we talked about how like the letter writing process, right? That it would have been yes. something that took place over a period of time. There probably would have been multiple drafts, mm -hmm. and you know, multiple people would have been working on this. And it's Paul like a been formal like, essay. Yeah, Paul yeah. would have been bouncing ideas off of other people and things like that. Yeah, it feels like this is. Paul like off the cuff right yeah. here we go right, right. It, do it doesn't feel and I don't mean that in a bad way right it, it just feels more like I've here are the thoughts and I want to and I know like for myself there's a difference between like uh you know I've got to get up and give a five minute thing kind of off the cuff and I'm just going to talk for a while there's a difference in how I do that versus like okay I'm preparing a, a sermon that I'm going to present to my colleagues right? right I put a very different level of intentionality into it and so I think it's genuine that this is Paul, but I think there's some things that like, had he put more planning and, and thought, I don't know, maybe he did, but you know, it feels like mm -hmm. he didn't. And so if he had, I feel like some of that might've gotten cleaned up. Like maybe somebody would have come in Epaphroditus or somebody and be like, you know, Paul, 
if you, if you sounded just a little bit less full of yourself in this <laughs> <Right>. section, <laughs> I really think it would bring the rest of this home. Right. Yeah. And Paul's right. like, oh yeah, that's a good point. Oh, right. I, you know, like, yeah. So I think maybe there's some of that. Well, I mean, some that might be too generous, but yeah. Some of the most effective people are a little bit nuts. Too. Yeah, you know, like sure. the if you think about really anybody who's just really excelled and been important in any single area in history, they're usually very eccentric people. Sure. And I think that's maybe what's coming through here is and he's probably just a big old nut. <laughs> <laughs> almost almost certainly right? any person who would be a titan of industry, of whatever industry that is, including church work, probably has some level of narcissism attached to that <laughs> yeah and i don't think paul is immune from that yeah you know and and i don't i'm not quite sure paul knows he has that sure. or doesn't right. but i think but paul is driven i think instead of like i want to elevate myself to higher positions i think that narcissism is driving him to lower positions yeah. right and so i think it is there i do think it's there but i do think it is he is trying to kind of use that part of himself mm -hmm. that drove him previously to his own gain now he's trying to use it to to the gain of jesus but it didn't go away yeah right. so like i but and you know again how you view paul is going to kind of yeah. kind of view how you how you view uh philippians sure. and and i think personally I, I i mostly like him but i understand the problems people would have with him yeah uh and i understand that so a lot of his writings have done a lot of harm to women in the church. Uh, for See, and I, I don't disagree, right? They yeah. absolutely have. But I feel like we should be putting that at the feet of the people who used his writings that way for rather sure. than at, at Paul's feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think that was Paul's intention. And I, and I think we need to put that in the appropriate position. I agree. I think Paul... We've discussed this. I think Paul is move. Sorry, Elise. As we step over you, two white dudes right. talk about how women feel about this. Right. But I'll, uh, I'll cool. say my, give me I'll, give me like ten seconds at the end. I'll say my just, piece. Just say my name yeah. that I've walked beside yeah. you in ministry, and that's it. That's all, all right. I need. Yeah. I personally feel Paul also on the podcast. Right. Our partner Elise. All right, I'm moving. On. <laughs> I personally, personally feel Paul is moving the football further down the field for women in the church. He just doesn't move it all the way. Yeah. I feel like Paul, like I feel about Elon Musk. I think that he's a little uh, bit of a Looney Tune. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Maybe a little bit unsavory, but he might get us to Mars. Yeah. Okay. And we're, this podcast is now banned on Twitter because of that comment. So that's, that's great. Fine. That's fine. I'm not on Twitter. We're not on Twitter. <laughs> well, not anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hard. You know, he's a he's an interesting dude. And this gives us the Wait, most. Paul or Elon? Which one are we yes. talking about? Or, I don't really. I don't really care too much about Elon. Musk, okay. But, Back to Paul. All right. Yeah. But again, Philippians is is definitely Paul's Paul's letter. Yeah, it is all about his th his thought process. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, we we good. We want to rate it. Sure, I give it a solid. I guess you got to give a quarter thumb last time, so I'll give it a, a thumb and three quarters. Yeah, yeah. one thumb. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my favorite. Clearly, right. <laughs> as you have happens. <laughs> yeah, it's not I, about something happening. It's like a, the, I will say it's not a novel. It's not, <laughs> that the the concept of the the descension of Jesus leading to the ascension of Jesus is really cool, and it's played out over and over and over again in the book. Yeah. A bit. But it, you'd say like, yeah, we kind of get it. Like I would say, yeah, we got this, and it's kind of about that over and over and over again. Yeah, with just different lenses on it. So, um, yeah, I think it's good. One and a half, you know, like I, I like Philippians. There's definitely there's letters attributed to Paul. There's definitely weirder ones, <laughs> and there's definitely ones that are more. Uh, 
there's definitely ones we're gonna have more complaints about. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think this is one of this for me. Even the the kind of the arrogance is kind of more like. Look at that guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Uh, look at this guy. Yeah. You know, so. Um, yeah, so I overall, pro Philippians. Pro. I think there are better books to do a Bible study over. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I think there are excerpts of Philippians. Like, I wouldn't do, like, Philippians beginning to end Bible study. Yeah. But I think, like, taking, you know, the, the, the Christ hymn, as it's sometimes called, or taking other sections of Philippians and putting it in context, I think that's valuable work to do. Yeah. Uh, Did we ever yeah. cast Paul in our... Bible story. If we did, I don't remember who it was. I'm sure we did. Mm. Probably back when we were in Acts. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, your homework assignment today. Go back and listen to our Acts episode and remind us who it was that we cast as Paul. (laughs) Oh, no, we did. Uh, Javier Bardem. Uh, did we? Yeah, who's, who's Javier? I st- I'm, I'm sure I didn't remember that either. So he's uh, he's one of the Bond villains. He's a Bond villain. He's in uh, No Country for Old Men. Oh, okay. Eat, yeah, pray yeah. Love. He's, the he's like the new yep. love interest in Eat, Pray Love. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's okay. Okay. You know, because you want a guy who definitely can command a room. Mm-hmm. Can he maybe seem a little unhinged at times? <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Yeah. He nails it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But also has, you know, some tenderness, you know, as well. Yeah. So it's, it's, right. the, you want a guy who can eat, pray, and, and love. love. <laughs> <laughs> as long as a guy who's eating his mac and cheese, right. right. But is a little upset that it took more than three and a half minutes. <laughs> but he's, he's thankful for the mac and cheese. Right. You right, kind yeah. of see that rage yeah. attached to it. Right. Yeah. But he wants to draw your attention to how patient he's right. been yeah, waiting exactly. for this mac and cheese. <laughs> I'm really angry about this, but look how patient you're right. I am. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's the book of Philippians. All right. Well, hey, if you're still with us, thanks for sticking with it all the way to the end oh uh, wow yeah okay <laughs> hey you can find uh, this episode and all of our episodes at beyondsundaypodcast.com send us an email at uh, beyondsundaypodcast at gmail.com and let us know do you think god poops uh, we we want to hear your thoughts <laughs> uh, does, was there something else that seemed like yeah, an appropriate question right? do you poop in heaven oh do will, will we poop in heaven that's yeah. interesting yeah because like I kind of assume now, right? Like because like it's kind really? of really gross, but also I think like, it might be like a golden egg situation. But, poop, <laughs> but, but pooping is also like sometimes you like, understand that eggs aren't pooped out, right? That's, <laughs> that's I mean, but like a similar, you know, like you lay the golden egg or whatever. I mean, you don't, but the, yeah. the goose. <laughs> but maybe God has a better way of wiping. You know, like right? that's really kind of the worst part. It's of all it. ghost yeah. wipes. <laughs> it's like the ultimate maybe, bidet. There's, yeah, there's a heavenly bidet up there. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Uh. <laughs> From the, you know, there's like right. a fountain, there's a fountain in heaven. Sure, so right. Maybe that's, maybe that's it. what yeah. it is. Yeah, there's a river too. So it's right. Like, right, great. <laughs> grab a leaf from the tree of life, and <laughs> it's a we, whole new level of biblical interpretation. Right. We just got we have to devolved. Yes. yes, we have. All right, I said my piece. You gonna say your thing? Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with more Beyond Sunday.